Welcome to the Dome Dog Podcast. I'm your host, Matt DeBritz, and look who's in the house. My brother, Fritz. Came for the night, hang out, watch some basketball, and Syracuse gets a win. 78-73. The game really changed when Syracuse went to the press, and Fritz over here was like, well, why is that? And I said, because Notre Dame is great and methodical in the half-court def- uh, offense, but you know, we go to the press, it speeds them up. They're not as athletic. They're not as fast, and it changed the game. Yeah, I mean, Notre Dame kind of were suckers. They went for it. They went for the, you know, sped it up. They didn't set up their good three-point shots. I mean, they just started kind of going for the easy dunks and stuff. And, yeah, it basically was the game changer. But I think you were saying maybe five, eight minutes before that, they should have gone to the press. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm a big proponent of the press. You know, it's, it's like go to the press. When it's not going well on the zone defense, go with the press. I said man-to-man. Why would you just go for a little man-to-man? No, that's not going to happen. But the press, the press will always happen. So, you know, in the Virginia game last week, you know, I was imploring for that press. Came in too little too late. Pittsburgh game, same thing. Begs the question. There's just something. Why else. don't you just go to the press, man? Go to the press. You got the athletes. You got the bench. I mean, the, the biggest thing in the press also was, no Gerard in the game, and actually no Edwards for a little part of that too. So it's yeah. all the freshman guys. Yeah. Oh, and Hema. So four freshmen in Hema. Hema Jima. And, awesome. and Malik Brown, you know, yeah. continues to play well. He gets deflections. Another solid game, 15 points, six rebounds, yep. and he missed one shot. So in the last three games, he's averaging 12 points a game, like nine rebounds. He's shooting like 72%. Yeah. I mean, the guy is just doing his job. Like I've said a, a million of my podcasts, he, go back and look at my shorts and stuff. It says Malik Brown does his job. Malik Brown's energy guy. Malik, Malik Brown does his job. Yeah. And it's it's a you can keep doing it because it, it's on repeat because he keeps doing it. He, yeah. He just dunks. He he picks his spots. But Chris Brown was the one that basically kept him in the game. Chris Bell, you mean? Yeah. Did I say Bell? <laughs> Malik Brown. Malik Brown. Malik Chris Brown. Bell. Yeah, Bell. Yeah. I mean, he kept him in the in the game the first half though. He was shooting insane. Well, he had 17 so points, awesome. and yeah. he barely missed from three. You know, you know, we're live here. It's not. I can't remember all the stats on the on the fly here. So, if, yeah, I mean, five from eight from three. That's freaking insane, dude. But yeah. was more insane as Notre Dame. They were just cannon threes. But once they went to the press, as I said, they couldn't make them anymore. And they had 15 three pointers. They still shot 41 percent from three. That's that's damn yeah. good. And it's like you're letting them stay in the game by playing that way. I, I just don't get it sometimes. But Yeah, I mean, it was a good con- – I mean, like, it seems like every game there's a different set of players out there, whoever's working, and then they somehow pull it off. Last two games look pretty cool. I'd say this is probably the most balanced attack this season. You know, as I mentioned, Malik Brown, 15 points. Judah Mintz, 14 points. Jesse Edwards, 13 points. Uh, you know, Gerard and Williams started – Gerard, seven points. He was out most of the second half with that, you know, getting his face slammed to the floor. But yeah, uh, Benny try. Williams, five points, um, Major Doghouse, 17 points for Chris Bell. So all that adds up to 78 and a Syracuse win. Can't lose these games to Notre Dame, these bottom feeders, because it just hurts you. Yeah. doesn't really help you to win in the net rankings of the NCAA tournament, but it, it helps the team maybe gain confidence to play some of the better teams. Duke today lost to Clemson. Um, you know, Clemson's 7-0 in the ACC. You know, so now Clemson becomes a, an attractive matchup at some point, you know, Syracuse can get a win against them instead of, you know, I said before the season, you kind of looked on their schedule at, you know, Virginia, you had, you had North Carolina, you had Duke were opportunities to get some better wins, yeah. but now Clemson has become a better win. And actually the Pittsburgh loss isn't as bad because now Pittsburgh is a team that's 
in the field. So, yeah, but playing from behind like they have that, this is such a bad kind of culture as far as like get behind, get 10 points behind or something like what was the game two games ago where they got down like Virginia. 20? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just like they, there, there has to something has, it's broken early and there's no change. There's no adjust, you know, put in some new guys, put the press on. It needs to happen faster. That's the problem. Just do anything. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it's maddening to watch and, you know, fans, Q's fans all over the place. Oh, I mean, obviously there's split, split people on Bayheim and how he is, you know, I just lethargic. He goes very slow. He's very thorough. Like he doesn't, he doesn't like overreact. Right. So he doesn't go, "Eh," you know, he's like, let's stick with what works guy. Yeah. But you know, perfect example would have been the man, just like a little man for like about three minutes, just kind of mess him up. And the press did the mess him up, messed up the offense because those guys, besides shooting threes, they weren't doing much. And then when they had to go to the basket, they tried a few times. They had to work a lot harder, you know? Yeah. It's a beer. There we go. Yeah, it's live. Yeah, I mean, this is a different type of podcast. Usually mine's, yeah, exactly. mine's more more a... I got a nod to the King of Cape Cod, so you know, just let that, <laughs> throw that in there. <laughs> but, you know, it's a, a different type of podcast. You know, going back and forth with my podcast, sometimes it's, you know, some, sometimes it's more informative, sometimes it's a preview. Sometimes it's just fun. Free form, yeah. Tonight's tonight's just for fun. I mean, yeah. got my brother here. It's you know special occasion. It's hanging out. So this I'm, is a different one. I am one. the informal producer. I think you probably should mention that. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I just definitely. I'm gonna have to talk to HR about that. But um, I'm not sure. <laughs> you can ask where my paycheck is. Kill my credit. <laughs> yeah, it's lost in the mail. Yeah. Um, exactly. Our payroll guys just they're not that good. Yeah. Right now. They're just not that they good. should use email first of all. Yeah, they should. They should. PayPal or something. Or Venmo. Yeah, try to modernize that. (laughs) But anyway, when's the next game, by the way? When's the next game? Because I rely on Pod um, Dome Dog to kind of like keep the schedule going. Yeah. Let me know when things are going to, like what networks they are on. I mean, I need Dome Dog for all these things. It is hard. It's not that easy to keep track of. It is hard to keep track of the networks because, you know, just twice in the last week they've changed the network on us last minute. It's like, you come on, man. Like, not everyone's like checking Twitter for the, the game times. I mean, when you go to ESPN News, that's just rough. But is ESPN News worse than the ACC Network X? That's true. That's like, close. That's yeah. pretty much regional TV for all you guys that watch Syracuse. You know what we're talking about. Like, if you're in the Syracuse area, you might get it on Yes Network. You know, where I live, Connecticut, it's I have to get it on the app or on my Hulu. I think Hulu is the best for it, honestly, because it gives you all the games, like even if ESPN Plus games are there. So you don't have to go searching through this app or this channel. It's like it's right there. So that's much better. Yeah. Next game is against Miami. That's on Monday. So it's a short turnaround. It's what kind in, of record they in Miami. And well, the Miami's doing pretty well this year, but let me yeah. check because I, I it's usually been... a good matchup for them. Yeah, I mean, like they're a good team. So I, I'm just wondering if they, they go up against somebody that's got a couple more playmakers, not just a three point shooting machine, you know, like what's going to happen? Yeah, I mean, Miami's really good this year. They're 14 and 3. So, yeah, they lost today to NC State by by a bucket. So, I mean, yeah, Syracuse coming off a tough game. Uh, Miami coming off a tough game. You know, it's that's life in the ACC. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's there's a a tough game every single night. But I will say that this is probably the most wide open I've seen the ACC in a long time since Syracuse been in it because. Duke's really not that strong. They lost to Clemson. I know Clemson's better, but that doesn't happen too often. You know, like right. Duke's not losing to Clemson too many times. North Carolina, even though they were in the championship last year, they kind of started this year like they started last year. They kind of started sluggish. Uh, my boy Adam Peterson, what's up with that, man? Um, Come on, Adam. 
the other thing, <clears throat> the other thing is, um, you know, so those those teams, Virginia is good again, but it's not like they're not beatable. So yeah, they're not like unstoppable, right? You know, I've said kind of before when Syracuse lost to Bryant and they lost to Colgate, that really screwed them in the net rankings, which what the NCAA tournament uses to you know get guys in, teams in. And it's not, and I guess we were talking about before, they can't lose these games because these games don't really help them, but they really could hurt them when they lose them. This Miami game is a good game to win because definitely they are a higher ranked in that rankings. I could look that up real quick, but yeah. I mean, it's just a road game in the AC. I don't even look it up. Uh, it's a road game in the ACC, and you know, we'll it's yeah. we'll see what's going on. So, well, I think the other factor with SU right now is like the changing lineups, like. Do how many other teams have this many guys playing and then like complete different guys in the starters kind of at the end of the game? I mean, it's 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 that's a little bit of an anomaly, I'd say. Definitely is for Jim Beheim because you know, for you know, generally plays like maybe seven guys. Yeah, and they yeah. don't they don't no variation, right? Like, yeah. It's almost like the the bench guys, I mean, the bench guys are playing starters minutes. You know, Benny Williams got the quick hook again. And um why do you get the hook again? I wasn't watching. That. So I was in transit. So what? So pretty much, Beheim said in the press conference the other day that he needs to be around the basket and going for dunks and getting his own shot off of, off of dunks, rebounds, steals. You know, pretty much what Malik Brown does. Yeah. But Benny Williams cons consistently shoots like 15, 20 footers or threes, and when they don't go in, the, hook, the hooks out. I mean, it's, yeah. and it's like okay, now he's Beheim has actually said this in the press conference. And if you're Benny Williams, you got to be like, all right, I just got to change my game. I mean, eventually. Yeah, it's not that easy to change your game, though. If that's his game, that's what he's used to playing. He's probably been playing that way for like eight years. Because you have Bell. Bell is the solid shooter guy. Yeah. So he's, he's solidified that spot. Edwards, of course, you know, like he's just a monster in there. He's getting all those rebounds. I mean, when they don't have any big guys, he just eats up the boards. It's insane. So you got Mince is going to stay there because he's point guard. Gerard's going to be two. Those are like the solid guys. I guess it's the. It's the Benny Williams option, you know, bring in Justin Taylor or, you know, possibly Malik Brown. But Malik Brown is needed under the boards. Yeah. Jesse Edwards can't do everything, especially at the end of the game. So he should probably start. Who, <laughs> Brown? Yeah. He should probably start. But if you, I mean, like, but what if, if he was in the whole game, it might just be that much better. I mean, like, when you think about it. I, I just don't think just, you know, I'm watching – you know, Beheim for millionaires, and also he stays with his guys. Yeah. He rides or die. Yeah, He's like, kind of like this is a very obscure reference, but I'm going to use it anyways. If you're a Syracuse fan, you would know it from okay. the way back. Is this got something to do with pizza? Or nope, nope, okay. does not. Um, <laughs> David Syok was this like stiff, stiff center guy, and he started all the time. And Connor McRae, who kind of had like some trouble with like NCA violations or something like that, so. David Syak was a stiff guy from like Binghamton, and he started. And McCray came comes back, and McCray is clearly better center, but they kept David Syak in all the time. Oh yeah. To start, even though McCray would play more minutes, just in the fact that I think in his head, it's like if I put him back on the bench, I'll just lose him. Pissed off, and he should be pissed off. He's he's getting his minutes taken away, but can either change, you know, and say I'm gonna just be a freaking monster of a rebounder, or don't. And if you don't. You know, you know, you're you're kind of I wouldn't say you're out, but you know, there's that patience is going to run thin, and at a, at a certain point, you know, Brown will start, and it won't be Williams. It may not be this year, but it could be. Oh, definitely yeah. be next year. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll, see. well, that was pretty fun. Uh, but I know we rambled on a little bit there for our fans, but let's try something new. You know, first time going live. 
cracking beers, watching games as we're doing this, looking up stats on the fly. A little fun. All right. That's all I got for the Dome Dog Podcast. Check me out on Instagram, Facebook, facebook.com slash Dome Dog Pod. And, and just put just go to Google and say Dome Dog Pod. You get everything. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, that's easier. That's all we got Keep for tonight. Up. All right. Take it easy. See ya.